0: for joining today and this is the week of Thanksgiving. And so I've kind of titled this message, Thanksgiving is giving thanks and being thankful. And we're going to take our subject verse from Psalms 107 verse 1, which says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. When you think about that, there's so many scriptures that talks about being thankful and being giving of thanks. It's so essential in our life. When you look at that whole chapter, uh, all 43 verses, this psalms is a it's a hymn of praise to God, the Redeemer. When you look at the first three verses, there's an introduction of exhorting the redeemed to praise God for His goodness. Take the time to, you know, pause and read those first three verses and we'll continue on. Just remember, God offers us goodness. When I think of God and Satan, I look at, I look at it as simple math. God only knows how to add and multiply, whereas Satan only knows how to subtract and divide. So the poet in this chapter brings together four case studies of people whom the Lord redeemed from adversity. And you'll read that in verses 4 through 32. Here's case one. Some wandered in the wilderness, lost and homeless. Hungry and thirsty, they nearly died. But God rescued them because of their thankfulness. Let's take a look at case two. Some sat in darkness and in the deepest gloom, imprisoned in iron chains of misery. They rebelled against the words of God, but then they called out to God. They called on him and what did he do? He rescued them and they became thankful for it. Look at case three. Some were fools. They rebelled and they suffered for their sins. They couldn't stand the thought of food and they were knocking on death's door. But when they called out to God, he saved them. Much to be thankful for, right? Let's take a look at case number four. Some went off to sea in ships, plying or manipulating the trade routes of the world. When the storm reared up, and they're about to lose their life, they cried out to God, Who calms the sea. Isn't that just like us? We have this tendency to cry out to God when we're in the midst of a crisis instead of being thankful for what we have at the moment. Maybe we wouldn't have to go through that crisis if our life and walk was sturdy and firm. It just gives us a sharp reminder. Take a look at Psalms 107 verse 32. I like this. It says, let them exalt him publicly before the congregation and before the leaders of the nation. I think it's important and it's clear that we are to give public recognition for what God has done and not to hesitate to really let your leadership know that it was really God all along. It wasn't us. It wasn't their great leadership. God always has a hand in what's going on in our life. And he puts leaders up and he puts leaders down. Some of them we like, some of them we don't. But we know God has a sovereign plan of why he does this. And then when you think about it, he sums it up with the Lord's sovereignty in verses 33 through 42 of that same chapter. And he concludes with an invitation to discern God's unfailing love in all areas of life. It's almost like an altar call. Let's look at other scriptures throughout the Bible that teaches about thanksgiving. How about Psalms chapter seven, verse 17? It says, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness. And I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the most high. Psalms nine one. I will give thanks to you Lord with all my heart, I will tell all of your wonderful deeds. He's going to proclaim it publicly. There's not, he's not going to hide anything. And then here's one about being thankful for wisdom. Daniel 2.23, I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we ask of you. You have made known to us the dream of the King. Now, if we look at Ephesians five eighteen through 20, this is about always giving thanks for everything. In other words, it's saying, don't leave anything out. Be thankful for everything that you got, even the turmoil that you're in. Do not get drunk, it says, on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now Colossians chapter 2 verse 6 through 7 teaches us to be thankful for life, living your life for Christ. Here's how it goes. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. This overflowing means it's like so much thankfulness that it's in abundance. It's more than you could fit into a cup. It's kind of like overpouring a cup of coffee. You pour too much and it's gonna overflow. Now we usually don't like that mess, but it's the classic example of what it means is to be overflowing. More than you can handle, more than you expected to do. Just do more of it. And then we look at first Thessalonians chapter five, verse sixteen through eighteen, and it's say being thankful regardless of the circumstances be thankful. Here's how it reads. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is what God wants you to do. He wants you to be thankful for even the circumstances you don't like. (laughs) That doesn't always feel good, does it? But you know God is behind the scenes. God will work you through those set of circumstances. He will make good out of the troubles that you're going through. When the peace of Christ rules in our hearts, thankfulness really overflows. Even in the darkest of times, we can praise God for his love, his sovereignty, and his promise to be near us when we call. Take a look at Psalms 145, verse 18. Quote, the Lord is close to all who call on him. Yes, to all who call on him in truth. Unquote. Doesn't get any better. World Vision, I like their quote. It says, One of the best things about thankfulness is that the more you choose it, the easier it gets. The more you profess gratitude, the more you notice things to be grateful for. The thankfulness muscle responds to exercise. So make this a daily exercise of being thankful. So it builds up with inside you, so that it becomes automatic, that you're thankful for everything. Even when we saw the fires that were going on and the ashes pouring into our cities, be thankful that the fires weren't in your city. And be thankful that people are kind enough, regardless if they're Christians or not, to pitch in and help and go to the rescue of those who need us and those who need our help. Do your part and be thankful for it that you're able to be able to help others. It's important that we have that capability. As long as we have that capability, God has an expectation from us. He expects us to do things for others and be thankful for it. Even though it may be laborious and hard and we're tired at the end of the day, but it's a tiredness of thanksgiving and giving to others and doing it for Christ's sake. You're doing it for Christ's people. These are His creation of people that He designed and wanted to live and survive. Give them a chance. Have a God-blessed day. Have a happy Thanksgiving and enjoy Thanksgiving with your family. And if you don't have family and you're home alone, then be thankful that God has given you time to spend with Him alone. And if you're amongst a big family, then be thankful with them, and don't hesitate to proclaim publicly of what God is and what He is to be thanked for. Be thankful. Enjoy your day.